Did you just not do it, Colson? I did. I just didn't say anything. Because okay. I don't have to say anything. Just get on the team here, Colson. Get on the team, buddy. <laughs> what, are you pulling some sort of like privilege thing or something? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> You're tied for the longest tenured podcaster, but... That's true. It doesn't give you any special rights that I know of. That's what happens when we let Colson write our bylaws. <laughs> Once you hit seven years, you don't have to say button anymore. Ooh. I'm looking over this now. It looks like there's supposed to be offerings of high life. What is this? <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, then, only blue M&Ms, too. Oh, my goodness. And what is this no pants clause? Hey, I think you were all in on that. I think you all agreed to that. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Whee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. The train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? <laughs> Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi weekly Pacers podcast. Today is February 2nd. 2020. This is episode 427. This show, we're going to discuss a one and two week for the Pacers, including games against Portland, Chicago, and the Knickerbockers. Joining me are two of our three analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? A couple brief shout-outs. Uh, one to uh, T.J. Warren, went out with a head injury um, last game. Hope he's doing all right. Two, DeMontis Sabonis, now an all-star. Shout out. And three, Shout out. Uh, welcome back, Harper. Welcome we missed back. you. And, of course, from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? It is great to see great you Great to have you back. Uh, before we get into the show, I just want to remind you that you can support us anytime you shop at Amazon. If you just go to the link in the show notes or to the undebeatables.com slash Amazon, any shopping you do will kick a small percentage back to us and it helps support what we do. Well, uh, Colson Harper is, uh, he's returned from being gone a few weeks. So I think, uh, you wanted to give him a, a strenuous test right away with a boomerang. <laughs> That's right. It's, we need to make sure that he can handle the show, right? Right. Right. So. Uh, it's, it won't be too strenuous. It's more of a light warm-up, um, get you game shape here. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned in the, the start, uh, Demonis Sabonis got his uh, first All-Star um, uh, appearance. Uh, and um, we're very excited for him. Um, he's earned it. He's been our rock all season. But I was wondering if we could play a boomerang, go around the table here, and see if you can name all of the All-Stars of the Pacers 
from the last 30 years. So since 1990, there have been 11 other All-Stars besides Demonta Sabonis. Um, and um, we're going to start with Harper and see if you can name one of them. Uh, sure. How about J.O.? J.O., six-time All-Star. Nice work. I'm going to go with Reginald Miller. Reginald Miller, you got the two uh, the two big ones off the board. He was a five-time All-Star. Mm, very nice. Yeah. Uh, did Granger make himself an All-Star game? Granger did in 2009. Or no, is that right? <laughs> I can't read. Yeah, 2009. I can't read my own handwriting. But yeah, 2009. Um, let's see. Uh, Paul George. Gorgie? <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't remember his name either. Uh, four-time All-Star. And they had to be a... You said they make the team as a pacer, right? Yes, as a pacer. Okay. Did uh, Mark Jackson make an All-Star game? Mark Jackson did not make an All-Star. Mm, there you go, Joey, for the win. At least as a pacer. At least as a pacer. Yeah. All right, uh, Joey, what do you think? Let's go with uh, Brick Mitts. Brick Mitts, 1998. Got his nice. one all-star. Uh, the remaining players, Victor Oladipo, the last two years, of course. Uh, Roy Hibbert made it two times. Dale Davis made it in 2000. Ron Artest in 2004. Um, Brad Miller in 2003. Thought that might yeah. keep you up. And uh, Detlef Schrimpf in 93. So Yeah, would have never got those two. Yeah, yeah, those are our 11 All-Stars before uh, Domas in the last 30 years. So, shout out, buddy. Nice work. That's Mr. Domas to you. Uh, Just sounds vaguely like Mr. Dumbass when you say right, that. Exactly. I no, I know. That's... He's, he's coming to your house to correct that. <laughs> All right, so we had three basketball games this week. We need to talk about the first one uh, Sunday after we had recorded last time. Uh, this is Sunday, January 26th. This is at Portland, uh, last game of the Pacers road trip. They lose this one uh, in the Rose Garden, 129-139. Uh, uh, big games, of course, from uh, Damian Lillard dropped 50 on us uh, and 13 <laughs> assists uh, for good measure. Uh, Demonis Sabonis got his, uh, got his second triple-double of the trip. Uh, 27 points, 11 assists, and 14 rebounds. Uh, Pacers just don't have enough, and yeah, giving up 139 points. Uh, of course, Lillard has bit, was out of his gourd this game. He's been out of his gourd the last uh, month or so. He's scoring 50 on everybody, but uh, it's going to be hard on the last day of a road trip to to win it. But uh, yeah, good showing by the Blazers and uh, kind of a, a trappy-type game for the, the Pacers. Uh, second game of the road trip, Pacers come back home, and they had yeah, a nice uh, three-day break on this one, or two-day break, uh, Wednesday, January 29th, uh, playing the Bulls. They win this one 115-106 in overtime. Colson and I were in the house. We'll uh, get some more uh, detailed analysis on this one, but uh, uh, Victor Oladipo's return. Um in the third game of the week, last night, February 1st, versus the New York Knicks at home. Wait a minute, this says they lost mm-hmm. to the Knicks. Mm. At our own house. 
in our own house. Against uh, 90, the Knicks. 92-85. I was unable to watch this one, but was following the score closely. Was it because you had a physical reaction when you tried? <laughs> <laughs> You know, some games like if I don't catch narcolepsy kicked in. If I, I if I don't catch them live, you know, the you know, a game that I know is good, I'll go back and watch it uh, either when I get home or, or the next day or something. But not this one. So uh, real quick uh, on this game, I was trying to uh, watch it, and the uh, HD channel was out for whatever reason, um, and so I kept I had to watch it on um, non HD for, for whatever reason that worked. And I think it was God trying to tell me to turn it off. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was the problem. Maybe the Pacers were in SD. They just they couldn't see the game in high def. <laughs> they were playing in standard definition. They were playing in standard definition. It just never worked. Everything was kind of pixelated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a normal week, I would say we should just not talk about either of the games besides the Chicago game. Um, <laughs> that Knickers game, Knicks game, pretty forgettable. But... Uh, Man, yeah, we gave up 139 to Portland, but we're not the only ones. That team is playing really, really well right now. The kind of stuff that uh, that Dame is putting up is just unbelievable. Over his last six, he's averaging almost 49 points a game. The week before, he set a franchise record, 61. Yeah, so he scored 30 points in eight consecutive, 40-plus five times in that span, and 50-plus three times in that span. Mm. I mean, he's just out of his mind, um, and and these were these were not easy shots. I mean, they were from. Deep. I mean, when you're averaging 50 points a game, no one's giving you easy shots anymore. <laughs> the whole game <laughs> plan is shut this guy down, and no one can do it. He was shooting 40 footers, and they were just splashing in. Yeah, it was amazing. And I'll tell you what's more, Carmelo Anthony seems happy in Portland right now. He said mm. he wants to retire a Blazer. Like that's wow. weird. I don't know what a happy <laughs> Carmelo looks like. Uh, he looks like a guy who scores. I, 14 points, eight rebounds, a couple dimes in this one, and didn't have to sh- sh- you know throw 40 shots to get there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know this guy anymore. I, I seriously, right? I barely recognize it, but yeah. I, Portland did not still create in the win loss there at 20 and 27. And you know, you hate to think that this is what Dame needs to do to get his team to, to win 70% of its games, but. Uh, you know, if he continues to play like this, that's great for them. I just, you know, obviously this is unsustainable for them. Um, I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe he'll just average 50 for the rest of the season. I, I, I mean, I always say, you know, every time I watch James Harden, I'm like, this is not sustainable. No one can sustain this. But then yeah. he just keeps doing it, right? Right, right. Um, you know, it's funny. My mom was really devastated by this loss, uh, largely because I told her that it wasn't going to be that big a deal, that we definitely had this one in the bag. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> well... <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So well, it's no, no, your I'll, fault we lost. Uh, you are no, the overconfident. Get, uh, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because um, uh, McConnell oh, had. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, C uh, C J McCollum uh, had been out, and um, one of the reasons that Lillard had to be scoring so much because there was just nobody else to score with him. Um, we also have. Uh, a great rim protector in Jermaine O'Neal and a really good uh, wing defender in uh, Malcolm Brogdon. And I was like, we're going to be able to keep who, who him Who was the, the first pain. one? What did I say? Did you I say Jermaine, Jermaine O'Neal? O'Neal. It's like, it's oh, wow. throwback <laughs> we, night. He is, he is a very Rose good rim defender. Yeah. Um, in in uh, Miles Turner, of course. Sorry, I've got the uh, old all-stars on the brain. Hey, I love it. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I think that if we'd had uh, Brogdon uh, guarding Dame and also had uh, a Miles Turner in the paint, it maybe would have kept, you know, uh, Lillard to 40, you know? I mean, also, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but the main issue was uh, McCollum puts up 28. And if he had, in, he, this is his first game back. If he wasn't there, we we put up 129 points. I feel like that would have been enough to win that game wow. uh, if we'd had everybody there and they were missing their second best player. Don't That's forget, why I thought it was in the bag. <laughs> don't forget Hassan Whiteside going 21 I, and 14 and 9 of 11 from the floor. I mean, yeah, it was a lot of nothing. dunks. We didn't have anybody in the middle. I mean, you know, I I love Sabonis and he's earned his all star um, bid for sure, but um, he can get roughed up by guys down in the paint. So, um, well, so can Miles for that. For that matter, yeah. <laughs> we just don't have anybody that can that can put up with these guys. And so. then your boy uh, Caleb just... Swanigan came in and ripped down eight boards in like twelve minutes. Oh, God, yeah, rebounding has become a major, major issue, <laughs> and we'll talk about that again when we get to uh, the Knicks game. Um, can we talk about uh, you know the return of Victor Oladipo? Is it? Do you have time that? For sounds that sounds way better. Let's talk okay. about that. I, 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 was, I was, I was, yeah, I was. I kind of want to get the Knicks game out of the way, too. Okay, <laughs> oh, sure. Like, we can get that out of the way. Straight Let's palate cleanser Go and be for it. happy. Yeah. The Knicks get suck. We shouldn't have lost. Um, uh, oh, God. You know, TJ Warren goes down. Game. This is a really disastrous night for us. We couldn't get anything going. And, uh, you know, TJ, get better. Feel better. We can't wait to have you back. Victor's back. Victor's back. So I, but see, I, I think, honestly, I think and part of the reason that we lose this game is because Victor's back. And I mean that in a really good way. Um, in the sense that I'm really glad he's back, but it's switching up our lineups. We had the full uh, team back. And, um, you know, we started with the the uh, team we've been trying, we've been starting most of the season um, with Jeremy Lamb in the starting lineup. Uh, and then trying to bring in uh, Victor off the bench about six minute mark um, and try to have him play with that starting unit um, a lot of the time. And then, of course, Jeremy Lamb plays a lot of his minutes with that second unit. A, a lot of this game, we had zero offensive rhythm. Um, and that's, you know, it's not just because Victor Oldie was back there. I couldn't quite explain it because our starters looked like trash and they've played together all year. Um, we couldn't get into anything offensive. And I you know, I know that uh, New York's a little bit different uh, type of team. They start three power forwards. They're big and poundy. Uh, they're really big on the offensive glass, and that's one of our major problems. I think they're number one in the league in offensive rebounds, number one in the league in rebounding in general, um, and we're near dead last, and they got so many extra yeah. uh, opportunities. I mean, we only got our rebound about 22. <laughs> only that. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I think we had 11 points in the first quarter, which is a season low of any quarter, which I, I'm, I'm glad that that's, <laughs> I'm glad we haven't done that before. Um, we were still within range and we got it within three in the second half. Um, and then we even tied it with about three minutes to go. Uh, and then Marcus Morris looked like a superstar and hit everything he wanted to, um, this is this is a tough loss. Uh, we just couldn't get anything to go in the bucket. I, Malcolm Brogdon, who's usually money, missed everything. 
Uh, Oladipo still doesn't look super comfortable with his shot and missed a lot of things. He's getting open looks. They're just not going in. Um, the only reason we were in this close is because Miles Turner hits four three-pointers. Um, I think almost all in the third quarter. Um, otherwise, we're blown out by 20 in this game. Yeah. I mean, our bigs played well. I mean, Sabonis was 10 of 15 for 25 and 8, you know? Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, they played well and we didn't. This is kind of a hangover game probably. I mean, I know this team was sure. super excited to have Vic back in the previous game. You go to overtime against the Bulls and, you know. It was – and that crowd was uh, – you know, Joe, that, that was a great crowd. Do you feel like that was a playoff-style crowd? Like, we, I think the, there was a bunch of juice in that building. And they sold out again on Friday, and I was hoping that they'd kind of be able to keep that momentum. But you're right. Maybe it's just a letdown after that um, that big game when Oladipo came back. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on on Wednesday. That was the first home game uh, – that the Pacers have had since uh, Kobe passed away. Um, it's cool they did the uh, you know the twenty four second uh, violations in uh, in a moment of silence, um, and then just random Kobe chants uh, every once in a while. Yeah, when he hit uh, when they hit when the Pacers hit twenty four points, the crowd chanted Kobe. And then uh, you know Vic checked in and and everybody went nuts every time he touched the ball. Uh, yeah, I mean they were chanting they were chanting his name before he came in, after he came in. <laughs> um, you know, his, of course his showing wasn't fantastic, but uh, you know he had a couple filthy passes that were. Yeah, I think his first three highlights were just beautiful pocket passes. And the crowd just went nuts. I mean, <laughs> they were, I mean, really nice passes. And we just wanted something. We wanted him to do something special because we've been waiting for him. And those were great. And then after that, he missed like eight straight shots. And we just, the crowd was trying to will every basket in. We were just ready to explode. Maybe it was two of eight uh, on the day, one of seven for three. Um, but, but he hit that the one. one. That, the, the one that he hit was, the, <laughs> was huge, you know. Uh, flat-footed from distance uh, with a defender uh, to tie the game. So, uh, Oh, and it, that, that place just lost their freaking minds. Oh. I mean, yeah, yeah. The place went apeshit. It was great. It was really, really cool. Um, the, the fans got what they wanted. It was, it, was, it was almost too good to be true, right? You know, I mean, this is, we've been waiting for this guy to come back, and then he hits the, ta- you know, the, the game-tying shot, and uh, we all went nuts. And then... You know, he gets to sit with his minutes restriction, and, and uh, you know, Malcolm Brogdon just took care of business in the overtime. We've got two closers on this team. Yeah, I was uh, – it's like, will they put him in? That seems like maybe that's not the best idea. You know, you want to get that win, but uh, luckily they didn't need to make that choice and just blew out the overtime 15 points to six in the overtime. So, you know, winning by nine is – in an overtime period is uh, not something you see terribly often, but they look great, you know, in the in the in the OT period and 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 you know, good in the fourth quarter too. Um, that game was uh, was was in question the whole the whole night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacers never really had a, a good lead. Yeah, and again, I think a lot of that is 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 no not a lot of offensive rhythm. We just look we look sloppy. We don't we look like we haven't played together. Um, we haven't, <laughs> and I know there's no time to practice bringing in a new guy at this time of the year. You play every other night. Um, and you know, but you think about that game against Portland where you put up 129 
And if we could have had any stops at all, we win that game going away. Um, but, and then, and then to turn around and, and, you know, um, have trouble keeping up with Chicago and then, you know, putting up whatever 82 points against the Knicks or 85, um, you know, clearly we're, this is a transition phase for us as we bring in Oladipo. Um, some of it's almost inexplicable though. Like I get, it's not just when Oladipo's on the floor. It just seems like we're out of sorts altogether right now. Yeah. Well, we are shaking up the lineups a bit. Uh, Miles Turner out for the uh, Chicago and Portland games. Solid minutes, especially in that Chicago game from Jakar Sampson. Yeah. Um, Love that guy. That guy really plays hard out there. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, he had an awesome put back dunk. Yep. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Everybody went nuts for that one. Yeah, because yeah, that, that was another one where uh, it was a <clears> – <throat> Oladipo miss and the crowd is just ready for it to go in and explode. And then Jakar like offensive rebounds it and dunks it. And we cheered as loud as it has been if it, uh, Oladipo had slammed it, you know, it was, like, it was great place. was, uh, that was such a great atmosphere. Uh, it was a good, good time to be there. Uh, also one of the highlights for me, uh, Joey, uh, was, um, kind of worried about me cause I was so geeked out. I was so excited about this. Um, Maybe my new favorite thing, almost as good as a baby race, is the blue and gold breakers. And this is a dance team of, what would you say, four-year-olds to to 12-year-olds? Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. And they break dance. And it was amazing. Little, like like five-year-old kids that are, like, really talented at, at break dancing. Like, they're not just, like, you know tripping over themselves like they're actually really good and i was beside myself how happy it made me so uh, i'm going to tell the uh, pace organization right now i need more blue and gold breakers good stuff how are you gonna gonna do that just just with the podcast or you're gonna yeah just with the just with the podcast you're gonna tweet it out to bright house (laughs) (laughs) you can say bright house please pass this message on to the pacers (laughs) i know how to tweet bright house i don't know how to tweet anybody else okay it was actually uh, today's Super Bowl Sunday, wasn't it? Super Bowl was it a Super Bowl that you you did some of your most memorable tweets, right? Yeah. That is right. Yeah, breaking news from John Colson. The cable's out ago. on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> the first one to tweet it out. Yep. Congratulations for that, by the way. I'm still famous for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know uh, what we really could have used in that Knicks game was a spark, and uh, you know, just saying, there's minutes for Aaron Holiday in that one. Who? Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I just what Nate said when he looked brother. down the bench. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I thought McConnell struggled in this game, in that Knicks game. Um, he was, uh, he got a tech in the Chicago game, got real fired up. Um, he's, uh, he's had, he had a rough week. Um, so, yeah, I'm just not happy with Aaron Holiday, just like out of the rotation. He's just done for the season now because Vic's back. I'm not yeah, it that. doesn't make sense. I mean, we, I think we've talked about it beforehand. Like, maybe Justin would be the one that, that got benched because you, how do you keep Aaron off the floor? He's been playing so good. How do you um, keep the you know the best percentage three-point shooter in the league off the floor? Yeah, no, I mean, there's some, real, there's some decisions to be made. But, uh, you know, I think we'll talk about that more in the next show because um, – I've, I, I know this is a work in progress, and Nate and the no, coaching staff have to not. figure out what works. No, not at all. This is what we're doing. Nothing will change. 
Learn to live with it. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. That's na- how uh, Nate McMillan coaches, and you know that. Uh, Harper, it's good to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is, is, is Nate's been real flexible with the way that we finish games. Like, if you're hot, you get to stay in. He doesn't, he doesn't he, you know, he's not so... Well, Aaron Holiday is um, never going to be hot if he never sees the floor, now, is he? <laughs> oh, man. Justin just got absolutely demolished down the stretch by Marcus Morris. He just couldn't. I mean, he was playing good defense. Uh, he's one of the. He's he's an outstanding defender. <sighs> yeah, but he just he just didn't have the size. I mean, he was he was with him. He was he had his hand in his face in the right times, but he was just a little too big for him. And um, you know, he hit three big shots right in a row to just shut the door on us in that victory from them. Yeah. I mean. Marcus is good enough to play for uh, Brad Stevens, so. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah, he looked like a superstar last night. Yeah. He has his moments. You know who was good to see uh, was uh, Thaddeus Young against the Yeah. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, he started 35 minutes. Uh, He was, I mean, he did what he did when he played for us. You know, 16 points, uh, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. You know, 7-11 from the field. Uh, hit a tray. But, Had a uh, couple nice defensive possessions again. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe because he knows – I mean, he's always been an above-average defender, but also probably because he played against us, uh, you know, us in practice all the time. He was giving uh, Miles – or not Miles, uh, Domas some trouble. Which is good stuff. I was, I was not terribly impressed with the Bulls. I thought that one was uh, – the, the Pacers not playing well as opposed to them – Matt. We didn't have anybody who could defend the paint. I think they scored like 24 points in the paint in like the first quarter or something. Like they just did whatever they wanted. I think everything came from, uh, you know, inside uh, in that first half for sure. Um, you know, no Miles Turner on this team makes a huge difference for the, for yeah. you know, um, the wing defense has to get stronger, but, um, you know, if they do get by you, you know, you know, you know, we've just had this comfort level of having Turner be there to deflect shots and, and scare people out of the paint without him there. They were dunking a lot. Um, also, the uh, Oladipa to Goga uh, one two punch is is not strong. <laughs> and it's that's, just that, well, it's, it's just it's that Goga new... can't finish. That's all. Right. Yeah, I think uh, I was gonna say in Vic's defense, yeah, it was yeah. Like everything to Goga in this game from two feet away was like a bad yeah. connection. He finally would have had one. nine or ten assists yeah. if he'd hit. <laughs> he finally, he went after missing like five chippies. I'm like, I, w- I was like at home, like yeah, like yelling at the TV. <laughs> I was like, this poor kid, man, he's just having a terrible night. Yeah. Well, you've got a bunch of stuff going on there. You know, Old has been out for a year. Goga's a rookie. Goga's not played, you know, they've not played together. Uh, and it's also, you know, it's a pretty big night, you know, that, that Goga's not really uh, Oh, and you know he's in the amped, NBA. right? You oh, yeah, no, this was yeah. for Vic. Everybody yeah, this is the biggest game of, you know, like they're, they're probably the biggest kind of crowd energy sort of, um, you know, feeling the stakes of this game probably of his career, right? So yeah. Sure. Yeah. Everybody wanted to win that one for Vic. Yeah. What did you, Colson? What did you think of the the crowd in general? You, we got to chat with some people uh, and and hear some uh, yelling. <laughs> I, so I, okay, I I really I thought it was a great crowd. I'm 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 always impressed 
when I go to a Pacer game, how knowledgeable people are. Um, and um, the other thing that I was really proud of is that usually at Chicago games, it's half Chicago fans. And there were very few of those people seen. Uh, there was very little ketchup in our mustard. Um, and they were pretty quiet until um, we went up. Uh, they went up seven with like four minutes to go. Then you could start to hear a little bit of it. Um, outside of that, they were quiet the whole game. And because um, there weren't enough of them. So shout out uh, Pacer Nation for showing up for that game. Um, but yeah, loud and rowdy. Um, you know, people were falling all over themselves when, when Vic hit that shot. It was great. Yeah, good, good crowd, good night. Um, good rest night. of the week uh, left left some things to be desired, but uh, there's going to be a lot of this, uh, you know, getting getting um, everybody back on the same page. Um, well, luckily we have a lot of home games to do it in, but if we play like we did uh, last night against the Knicks, we're going to lose most of those games. <laughs> so we need to we need to get it figured out. <laughs> Uh, for the upcoming games, um, we've got one uh, tonight, Monday versus Dallas, which everybody's going to be watching. Yep, that's going to be a fun one. Um, Wednesday uh, away at Toronto, Friday at home versus Toronto, and Saturday uh, at home versus the Pelicans. Hmm. So. Um, the Mavs are very good this year, although Luca might be out with an injury. Is that we don't know? Is he day to day? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, he sprained his ankle, I think, the other night. So probably getting a triple we'll, double, right? Yeah. <laughs> a thirty-point triple double. Yeah. Um, so we'll see um, whether he's back on Monday, um, and then Toronto, I think, is undefeated in their last ten games or something like that. They're playing incredibly well. So that's going to be a real test for us. And then the Pelicans have been playing. Well, they got they got uh, Zion back, right? And and to just to give you an idea of how much excitement there is for Zion, tickets are starting at the Fieldhouse at 43 bucks right now. Wow. Okay. So, well, get your seats. That's going to be a sellout, sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get them now because they're only going to get more expensive. Yeah, they're not going to get any cheaper. No. My goodness. Well, it's going to be a heck of a week, and... Um, we got to start playing better or we're going to lose all those games. So you got to sweep, right? Mm. I'm going to say we're going to go uh, one and three. Oh, boy. <laughs> Feeling the optimism. I just I just watched that Knicks game, man. I can't get it out of my head. It was bad news. Nah, we can split this week. We got, we're, we got two and two. Two and two? All right. Let's, say, let's, take, a, let's take a two and two. I like that. I'm going to split the difference and go three and one. <laughs> the difference, right? I think that's how that works. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's it's funny because the uh, the All Star break's coming up very soon. Um, last year, um, we were we had thirty five wins at the All Star break. I remember we spent that first half of the season with Vic, and then he went down in January. Um, we ended up with forty eight wins. Two years ago at the All Star break, we had thirty two wins and ended up with forty eight wins. Um, we're probably going to be somewhere between thirty two and. 35 wins again at the all-star break so um hopefully we can that will all average out to be more than 50 wins especially if we start playing better with vic so solid math there buddy (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just saying like i i at the beginning of this averages over 50 
Well, I, I, I was thinking is, uh, you know, at 32 wins, we made 48 happen. At 35, when we played less well, we made 48 happen. If we're playing better, maybe we can get over 48. I, I, I had um, in my head us doing pretty well in this, this homestand with Vic back and maybe getting about 36 wins, um, but I'm just I'm not real sure right now. We don't we don't look like we uh, we look a little bit like strangers on the court. We were we were sharing the ball, but um, you know we're not necessarily putting in places where the guys needed it. We were missing open shots, um, which will start to fall, but um, the rebounding uh, won't change unless we figure out how to do that. And teams are beating us that way, um, so I'm just I'm worried about this week. And on that happy note. <laughs> well, but fix we'll back. We'll Domas is an all-star. We'll be back with you on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, all it's good stuff, Pacer Nation. It's good stuff. Okay. It's a good place to be. We're we're right in the midst of uh, we we're how many games out of the the third spot? Uh, like, like one and a half. Th- four. Three. Three. Oh, oh three. third spot. Yeah, two. Four. And a half. Third spot. Two and a half. Two and a half. We're right there. No sweat. And the uh, seven and eight Brooklyn and Orlando are, are bad, so we, we we won't we won't fall that far. Well, and Philly's been sucking lately, so you know I don't expect them to pass us. That's they have the same record as us. Yeah, <laughs> got a half a game on them. Yeah. <clears throat> cool, cool. All right. We'll we'll figure it out by, by on the Thursday show. We'll figure out how to get this sh- uh, ship righted and, and get us headed in the right direction. Don't worry, Pacer Nation. Yeah, we'll fix that problem for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll be back with you on Thursday. In the meantime, if you want to hit us up on social media, we are on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables website, TheUndebeatables.com. It's contact form there. You can send us a message. Uh, you can shoot us an email. Uh, shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. And if you'd like to rate or review us, it really helps new listeners find our show. We've uh, got uh, t-shirts for sale. Uh, and koozies. Just a, koozies. A, yeah, a quick shout-out to all the people we met uh, during the uh, Chicago game. Um, and uh, hope you're enjoying your koozie. And uh, maybe we'll see you at a, a game real soon with more koozies. You know, because you can never have enough. Everybody needs more than one koozie. For a once and always coach, Bobby Sicklinard, now in the Hall of Fame. Turn out the lights, the party's over. Harper, how much did you miss the uh, the songs? I was trying to, <laughs> was trying to gauge it on a scale of one to ten, but uh, it's an imaginary number. <laughs> And the number it fluctuates so fast too, <laughs> from microsecond to microsecond. Yeah, yeah. I I went from a one to a nine in the course of you know those yeah. five seconds. It's just uh, right. It's kind of whiplashy. Uh, we should shout out the uh, winner of the Super Bowl on sure. Thursday. Just go ahead and no, throw no, that no. in show notes or. <laughs> um, congratulations to the. San Francisco 49ers. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, just, wow. We can just I edit that you, one in. I see what you did there. <laughs> Two uh, 
well, one long-suffering franchise, and the other one incredibly spoiled. You leave that part in, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then they can decide which which team I'm talking about. Alienate those yep. KC fans. <laughs> Didn't the... Uh, we don't need them. <laughs> the Royals won the World Series not too long ago, right? That's the thing that happened, sure. Without, oh. without cheating, I think. Which was mm. which mm. is... How novel. Novel. Yeah. yeah. How do you even do that nowadays? You don't. You, they just find out later. <laughs> they just haven't found out that the Royals have cheated. Yeah. yeah. We can go back and look further, at the game film. and <laughs> Further alienating those Kansas City fans. <laughs> yeah. How's their it's a small market. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you throwing shade against Kansas City? <laughs> sure, it's a lovely town. Mm-hmm. It's all right. <laughs> oh, I have permission from Colson to talk shit about someone. <laughs> nice. Oh dear. Harper, are you going to be like uh, old Epo and like take a little bit of time to to get back into the flow, or are you going to hit the ground running? Uh, you know, I might take a little while to work back into game shape, but, uh, okay. you know, I've been doing my vocal cord exercises. So. Okay, good. Rubber, I bet, you know, maybe buggy bumpers. <laughs> I bet by the end of the show, we're going to see you like uh, your hands, like you're going to be uh, doubled over, uh, holding, you know, holding your shorts and <laughs> shoes unlaced. Just pulling on the jersey. Yeah. Shut me out, coach. 